Hi, I'm Alicia Atchison. I'm vegan, an animal lover, and animal rights activist. Many people say that becoming vegan is one of the best decisions they have made in life. I'm here to share my guest stories on their choice to live a kind life and what it means for them to be vegan. Hey, everyone. I'm really excited to be here. Uh, This will go live on my sixth vegan anniversary. Uh, It's been a little while since I've recorded an episode by myself. Uh, I think it was actually just thinking, oh, it would have been last year after the election uh, that I did like a post-election podcast just chatting about my time as a candidate. And I guess I just thought it was a great opportunity to come on here and I suppose give you all a bit of an update. Yeah, I find vegan anniversary for me is like such a cool thing. I really enjoy celebrating it, but I also use it as a bit of a time to reflect on what's been happening over the last year and you know, like what, I suppose what I've been involved in for the animals and like, if there's anything that I kind of am going to, you know, work towards for the following year. And I just, yeah, really wanted to jump on here and share that with you. You know, I really appreciate that you guys listen to the podcast, you, you know, you come in every week or as often as you can listen to episodes, but then not only that, you know, you take the time to send me messages or to comment on social media about the podcast. What I love even more than that is that then, you know, you go that one step further and you start following the guests that have been on the podcast and interacting with their social media and finding out about like what they do in their life. And there's just this great connection that, you know, the podcast brings people together and that was always the aim of the, of the platform. So, yeah, I guess I just really wanted to acknowledge firstly that that is the biggest part and like biggest driver for me doing the podcast is that, you know, we all have these connections and that we form this beautiful community and that's something that I think, you know, I think you'll agree that we all love as part of the vegan community is that we do find these great connections and friendships with people in different ways. Like it might be online, it might be through activism or going to social events with other vegans and it's just something that I'm personally really proud of um, of this movement and well first of all I guess I might just take it back given that it's my vegan anniversary I know a lot of you probably listened to my previous podcast from a couple of years ago uh, where I you know explained my full vegan journey but just I guess a small recap for anyone that may not have listened to that episode Uh, I had a really incredible opportunity to speak to Damien Manda uh, six years ago now Uh, As part of like a leadership course I was doing, uh, I reached out to his organization and asked, would he be interested in chatting to me? And I was so lucky that he said yes. And uh, at the time I had been vegetarian for about 10 years and I had studied environmental science and worked in that space, in the environment space. And um, yeah, I had the opportunity to talk to him for this project I was doing. And then, you know, he just took a general interest in me and was asking different questions about my life. And then at the end, I asked him, did he have any advice to me? And his parting sort of saying or his parting gift to me was he said to me that conservation is a full-time commitment, not a part-time job. And that just instantly, like for me, that really stuck with me, I guess, because it made me kind of, it, it sort of highlighted to me that I was being a bit of a hypocrite, like in terms of just being vegetarian wasn't enough. And so that weekend I ate everything that was left in my fridge. Um, and then on the Monday I went vegan. So yeah, that was six years ago today. And yeah, I guess that really started my vegan journey. And then, you know, there's been lots of things that I've done over the last six years in terms of different, you know, forms of activism, volunteering at different places, getting involved with different like groups and online communities and things. 
And then even, you know, like myself having adopted some rescued sheep from a sanctuary. And then, like I said before, last year, standing as a candidate for the Animal Justice Party in the state election. So there's been lots of things. But I guess for me, the last, you know, year, I really wanted the biggest change for me in my in my vegan journey, but even just in life, is that I, I'd spent a lot of time, you know, I suppose reflecting on my life and, and what I wanted to do moving forward. I actually have, you know, a beautiful, beautiful friendships. And one of them is with my friend Mon. And I'm actually, I'm very lucky. I have two Mons, as I say, in my life. And I was chatting to one of them. It was just thinking, it was a bit over a year ago now. And she has, she always asks the hard hitting questions, this Mon. And uh, she, you know, was talking to me and she was like, you know, if you had a year to live, like if you knew you only had a year to live, what would you do? And it was funny. It, it wasn't like something I could instantly answer, but it didn't take very long for me to decide or think that if, if I knew I was going to die in a year, I would want to spend my time fighting for animals. And my first sort of thing I said was, oh, I would be a full-time activist. And it was really funny because it was just kind of what came out. I hadn't really thought about it previously. I didn't even really know what that meant. And so I took a little bit of time, you know, I guess reflecting on what that actually meant. And I really went towards, you know, for a number of years now, for five years, I volunteered at Victorian Lamb Rescue, and which is a beautiful sanctuary, uh, an organisation that looks after abandoned, orphaned, neglected animals. It started as lambs and sheep pre- uh, predominantly, but, you know, over the last few years has invited all types of animals like farmed animals and even more recently dogs and cats through their, you know, through their doors. And I love absolutely love and adore what I do at Victorian Lamb Rescue as a volunteer you know not only just I think you know because as activists or even as vegans you know we can get so overwhelmed with what we know is going on in the world for animals and being able to go somewhere where you know animals are cared for in the way that they deserve and experience you know freedom and love and being able to be safe it's just so heartwarming and so fulfilling. And I guess as a side note there, I would say if, you know, if you have the opportunity to go to any sanctuary, whether it be as like a paid to a guest or whether it be to volunteer, I highly recommend it because it yeah, it's something that absolutely, you know, changed my life. And I yeah, I just knew, you know, when Mon asked me this question and I thought about it a bit more. I knew that I enjoy my time so much at the sanctuary. It's it's my happy place. Like after after spending time with my own animals, it would be my next happy place. And so I just knew that I if this theoretic, you know, theoretical, if I would had a year to live was to actually happen. I knew that if I died and in the meantime I'd spent, you know, all my time with the animals at the sanctuary and helping out, I would die a happy person. Like I would know that. I've done everything I can, everything I wanted to do, and I would feel like really fulfilled and, and yeah, just whole, I guess. And so I sort of thought to myself, how can I make this happen? Like in the real world, because I guess a lot of us, you know, we all have these dreams and, you know, we think, oh, like I'd like to do this or I would love to do this. But, you know, there's this 
I guess the next step is not just having a dream, but putting it into action and thinking like having a plan, like how am I going to get there? What are the stages or steps I'm going to go through to get to that? And so for me personally, I, you know, spent some time looking at, okay, well, how could I physically make this happen? And for me, it was going to be about, you know, my biggest barrier to helping at the sanctuary was the distance between where I was living. And, you know, it only allowed me to go there a couple of times a month. And so I thought, okay, well, in an ideal world, I would be located much closer to the sanctuary so that then I can help out on a more regular basis. And for that to happen, you know, it meant that I would need to uh, quit the job that I was working at. I would need to sell the properties that I was living on and move closer. So, you know, I'm I'm actually asked quite frequently, like, oh, why did you move or weren't you scared to move? And yeah, I mean, there there's always like chances and risks with anything that we do in life. But I guess if you know why you're doing it and and what's calling you to make the change, like that's normally bigger than the fears. It's like more of a driver than like the questions or the risks about doing something. So I, you know, I knew for, I couldn't even put exact time on it, but I've definitely known for like at least the last year that this is what I wanted to do. So I started like putting the plans in motion and sort of thought to myself, okay, like I'm going to actively start looking for you know, how I can move closer, like is it renting, is it buying a property, et cetera. So all those kind of things started happening. And obviously, you know, I spoke to the sanctuary about would they be happy for me to help them a bit more um, and how that would work. And ultimately, yeah, it was just all these little things that I started working on. And, you know, it wasn't just like split second overnight, it, it, you know, these kind of big life changes, especially when you have animals as well to move and other commitments like jobs and things that can't just happen overnight. So it was something that, you know, I wanted to work towards. And yeah, like after I'm just, I'm so pleased, I guess, first of all, that Mon asked me that question. So thanks so much, Mon. But secondly, that, you know, I was, I guess I was motivated and passionate enough to make the change. And I really did want to sort of chat about that because, you know, I think a lot of us, like we all sort of think, there's different things in our lives that we would like to change or we would like to do if we had the chance or if we could make it happen. And I guess I'm here to say that, you know, anything is possible and that we just have to, if we're really passionate and motivated about something, there's always a way we just have to work through it and make, you know, make a bit of a plan and put it into action. So yeah, I, you know, I'm sitting here, I moved, when was that? The end of June. So Almost two months ago, I moved uh, myself and my animals. And yeah, we're located closer to the sanctuary. I'm able to, you know, be there much more frequently, um, a couple of times a week to be able to help out. And I just, it's this really incredible feeling that, so even though like I've been here a couple of months now, I only really sort of realized in the last two weeks that even though I've been living here for nearly two months, it's only been in the last week or two that I've realized I am now living the life that I dreamt about. And that's pretty special. I know like we all often have dreams about things that we would like to do, but, you know, sometimes we let the little details or the things that we think, you know, may not be possible. We let them stop us from doing the things that we really would like to do in life. I feel truly blessed that I've been able to make this change and that now, you know, I can spend more time helping, helping animals. And that to me is so fulfilling. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to do this. I would also like to acknowledge though, you know, that 
like even though this was something I am able to do and hopefully something that others, you know, might be inspired by to look at, you know, is there anything that they would like to do differently in life? I do also recognize that, you know, some of these big scale changes that I've made are not possible for everyone or are not, you know, there's some barriers to that. I personally think there's always small changes that we can make in life that can have a big difference. And, you know, a lot of you, the majority of you that are listening to this podcast would be vegan. And that, you know, that is a change that some people might think is small, but it's a huge change and it leads to other changes in your life. So, yeah, if there's something that you, you know, you're, you've dreamt of or that you're working towards, I would say that like there's no small step, you know, you're always, there's always something you can do that will lead to a bigger change or a greater change in your life. If there's something in your life that you've been working towards or that you've been dreaming about, I would highly encourage you to be brave and take that leap. And if there, if you ever want to reach out to me and ask anything, please feel free. Always happy to, you know, have a chat about, about these things. Something I would also like to be honest about is that one of the struggles I still have had more recently is that I guess we all, a lot of us have this guilt that, you know, we feel like we're not doing enough for the animals or that we should be doing more. And that's, you know, that's been, I've been quite aware of that. Like, since I've made this change, I guess, I've been aware that, you know, I sort of think to myself, like, oh, I could be doing this, or I'll sign up to help them do this. Or, but I guess, in reality, like, I am trying to be realistic about the fact that, you know, I moved here to help at the sanctuary more. And so, even though I would love to be able to, you know, sign up to organize other events or to do other things for other animal organizations I have kind of in the last couple of weeks sort of I suppose become more aware that yeah my first priority is helping the sanctuary and so I need to make sure that that's what I'm doing before adding in other things and I just thought that was really worth mentioning because you know a lot of us suffer from this guilt of you know, knowing that the animals are suffering and that we want to be able to help them more so yeah like please, yeah, please don't ever feel, you know, I I know we all feel like we're not doing enough, but, you know, doing something is better than doing nothing. And, you know, that's something that we really should celebrate and, you know, acknowledge that there's a lot of guilt around what we could be doing. But sometimes, you know, we need to be able to find that balance. And I'm definitely not saying that I have found the balance because I still feel like it's a little bit, yes, skewed, but I'm trying to, um, I'm very, very mindful of it and I'm trying to be better at that. It's actually pretty cool to think about that the time this goes live, it will have been exactly a year since I launched uh, the fundraiser for my head shave for my fifth anniversary, vegan anniversary, which was obviously last year. And so, yeah, it's really funny to think about. It's been a full year. Well, it will nearly have been a full year since that launched. And then obviously, subsequently, I shaved my head. It, that time has honestly flown. Like if I think that, yeah, it's, it's been 12 months, I don't know where that time went. It definitely doesn't feel like that. Did I think my hair would have grown longer by now? Absolutely. <laughs> I guess I'm probably a little bit guilty because I have had some haircuts in between that. But um. Uh, as my hairdresser would say, it's necessary to try and, you know, have it kind of growing to a certain style. But um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy to think how much can change or how much happens in a year. And um, yeah, I'm really like excited. I'm, I'm kind of really hopeful, I guess, that I'll be able to do more things. Not obviously not that exact thing in the future, but I'm always really mindful of, you know, what can I do to help raise money for animals and for the charities looking after them. So it's funny though, because when I think about it, 
in terms of, you know, like that was a big, like a big fundraiser and something very left of field. Like, you know, I was nothing I had sort of ever done before. I'd done other fundraisers for the sanctuary and they're, you know, more like dinner events or silent auctions and that kind of thing. So doing something that involved me in terms of like shaving my head was something quite different. So I think it'll be a challenge to find something else like that in the future, but it is, it is kind of on my radar and you never know what might pop up. So some of you might be thinking what's, you know, what's on for me in the coming year, in my sixth year of being vegan. Look, I think, you know, given that I've had such a huge change in the last, you know, couple of months with moving and, and you know, moving the animals and, and a full life change as well, like lifestyle change as well, I'm really keen to just settle into that here, have the animals be more settled. Um, you know, we're working on our routine at the moment. But also, like I said, just really focusing on helping Victorian lamb rescue. I also, I have really, well, I'm going to put this out there in into the podcast universe and into this community that my aim is to travel over to Africa in, you know, the next 12 to 18 months. It's always been a dream to go over to Africa to see the beautiful wildlife. And especially after having done the head shave, I just am so, yeah, I would love to get over there and actually see you know, what they do on the ground. So that is definitely a goal for 2024, if not the start of 2025. I also as well have always wanted to see the orangutans in the wild. So, you know, I've previously had Leaf Cox on this podcast and that was such an informative podcast. I learned so much. Like, you know, I always knew he was incredible, but I didn't have the depth of understanding of, you know, all his experience and, and what the orangutan project is doing on the ground. So I know that they provide um, through like a partner, they provide travel packages over to see, you know, what their work has been. And so I'm really keen to do that. I don't know if that'll be in the next 12 months, but it's definitely on my radar. And other than that, yeah, I think it's just really, you know, living my best vegan life day to day and trying to do as much as I can to help animals and support them and protect them. I would be really keen to hear from you guys about if you, like me, use your vegan anniversary as a way to reflect on the year that's been and what you're hoping for the year to come. I just think for me personally, I find it, you know, it was such a huge important step for me in my life going vegan that I sort of use this as a bit of a bookmark in the year to see like what I've done for the animals in the previous year and what I hope to do in the in that year. So yeah, please reach out and let me know if that's something you do as well. And I also realized that in December, which is only a couple of months away, which is a little bit scary, but it'll actually be three years of a Kind Life podcast, which is pretty crazy when I think about it. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know, you know, when I started it, I knew that what I wanted this podcast to be and what I was hoping for it to achieve. But yeah, to think that, you know, three years on, it's still going strong and that we've built this beautiful community together. I am so, so grateful. And I guess I just wanted to ask that if you have any feedback or any suggestions for the podcast, whether it be guests or if you think something should change or if there's anything that we could imp- I could improve on, then please, yeah, feel free to jump into my DMs, um, you know, send, send me through a message, keen to get any feedback that you have. And yeah, I just wanted to celebrate you guys. I'm so blessed to be part of this community and just want to thank you again from the bottom of my heart for all your support. And I look forward to the year ahead. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. I would love to hear from you if you've been inspired by this episode or if you have any requests for future episodes. You can find me on Instagram at a kind life. Remember, 
Be kind to your body, kind to animals and kind to our planet. Take care.